Welcome to another episode of the Collapsing Game Shelf Podcast, a podcast by a group of abstract thoughts with way too many board games. I'm, I don't know, Ingenuity, and I'm joined by, wait, Ingenuity Tom. That's what, I, I forgot to say my name. <laughs> yeah, I was I'm just say. Ingenuity, that's, that's all it is. Like, I'm straight up Ingenuity. Like, Pretty good nickname there. Yeah, not bad. Nice. I could see that in RuPaul's. Uh, I'm Justin. <laughs> Jesus. That's it? Yeah. Just, uh, I'm uh, Abstract Adam. <laughs> and I'm uh, uh, um, Cubism Debbie? <laughs> what? I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, we've yeah. ducked into art here all of a sudden. Well, I mean, abstract. well, you know what? You could use concept to describe Cubism. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. That could easily be one of the. Uh, one of I the like clues. how that's easy in your mind. It could easily. I'd love be. to see. I'd love could... to see how that rolled out. <laughs> Everything on cubes. <laughs> this is a podcast about board games where we play games in our collections and then we talk about them and decide whether they're any damn good. And me, especially, I decide sort of whether I'm going to keep them around or not. Um, today we are going to be talking about our playthrough of concept a game about um stuff it's concepts yeah, it's uh it's weird anyway i will give you what they have uh, on the back of the box it's not very long uh, but this is sort of something we do we do is uh, read the little promotional material what gets you to to buy this game other than like the art because i mean on the front it's just like a big ass question mark it doesn't tell you jack shit so the back of the box for concept says thanks to concept you no longer need to talk in order to communicate by combining universal icons you can get others to guess hundreds of objects titles and characters that's all it says on the back of the concept box it does detail out pretty well kind of what you're going to be getting into so concept is a party game uh for uh i mean it says for four or more players but honestly like just you know pull cards out and get your friends to guess shit the point system is i don't know to me pretty superfluous but uh the way it works is that one person or one team We'll pull a card, sort of a trivial pursuit style, but uh, don't be, don't be, uh, don't, don't run away yet. Don't run away yet. Trivial pursuit style where you, you have a bunch of like options of things that you can, uh, that you can try to, uh, you're trying to get the other team to guess what these things are. The card that you pull out is divided into three sections. There's like a blue section, a red section, and a gray section, and they go in order of difficulty. So from top to bottom is the, so the top is the easiest stuff. Middle is kind of like, they think it's a little bit harder. And then uh, there's like a picture of a very unhappy, sweaty man on the uh, on the bottom, which means that, oh, it's, it's really <laughs> tough. Um and uh, so if, if, if it's your turn to be the uh, provider of the clues, you are uh, you, you get to pick one of these three things and uh, you sort of I mean, we you, when we play it at sort of as a, you know, as a fun get together type thing, we usually just sort of pick whatever thing we want. But I think there's some way that you're supposed to be going about it. But I don't know if there's points involved. Like I said, I'm going to gloss over the points because I don't really think it makes the game any better. Uh, you can pick something from like, uh, oh, the one they have highlighted is B. So you're trying to get the uh, your the other team or the other players to guess the the word B. And in most games, uh, you'd be like, I don't know, giving questions or something like that. In concept, what you have before you is a board with a bunch of squares on it, uh, with uh, with little squares next to those squares where you can put cubes. And on the squares that have pictures on them is weird shit that means abstract concepts, which is where the name comes from. 
Things like animal, yellow, black, small, flying, war, historical, mythical, uh, cylinder, all sorts of things. And what the, the idea is that you take these, uh, you have these little pawns, you've got like a big green question mark, and then you've got four different colored exclamation marks as well as just a ton of cubes in each of these colors. And as the clue provider, you are just putting down these things. Uh, so you, you you put down like the green question mark on what you feel is the the main indicator of what this concept or what, what the concepts are behind the word. So you might put the green question mark on the animal square because a bee is an animal last time I checked. And then you might want to uh, put little green cubies on yellow and black and small and flying um, because a, a, a bee is a little yellow black flying thing um, and hopefully people guess that but mo- most most often they don't and you have to start moving cubes around and then your game slowly devolves into you uh, holding your head in your hands and and softly crying as your friends have been spending 10 minutes trying to guess B um, as you go down the uh, as you go down the cards into the uh, harder and harder things things get a little bit more abstract i'm gonna say like they get the clues get way weirder so usually in the top clues there's like they're usually things like b airport coconut is on here in the middle they've got on the example here they've got watercolors steamboat and lawyer and at the very bottom they have armed to the teeth shopping cart and vicious circle so the bottom ones are usually usually start to devolve into things like sayings and idioms which is borderline impossible to try to get people to guess but it's a lot of fun to try to get people to guess these things and it's a lot of fun to just like sit around with your friends and get them to try to figure out what the hell you're going on about um i think in the official rules uh it's like the person that guesses the clue gets like two points and everybody else that's on the same team gets a point and then the guessing or the providing team gets a point or something like that you're supposed to play till 12 points but like really again i think it's just more fun to just like pull cards off the stack and see what everybody can get into because it's just a little bit more accessible that way you don't have to like teach anybody any dumb rules and there's no real competition involved and it's a lot of fun i think concept is a very good party game it plays you know an infinite number of people theoretically depending on how big your table is and it's uh it's a lot of fun because you sort of look at your card you decide how big of a hole you want to dig for yourself and then you're off to the races trying to get your friends to guess like the crucifixion or something like that and like uh you know it can get pretty dicey sometimes and sometimes you're not going to be able to get it and you just sort of give up exasperated but that's all part of the fun but there is also a ton of fun when you finally get something that you've been fighting at for like sometimes 20 minutes in my case uh, and it's, uh, it can be a lot of, it can, you can have a lot of like, uh, you can feel a good sense of achievement when you get some of those really hard ones. Um, it's fast, it's colorful, it's pretty well laid out. I don't have a lot else to say about it. It is a party game, so it's not going to be like everyone's style, but I, I usually bring this along when I go to the cabin or when I go to someone's house, uh, for board game nights or for just anything. Usually I bring a big stack of board games and concept is one that tends to sneak its way in because it is very easy to explain. It's fast to play and it's uh, it's a it's a good time it's a good time i think you'd you know eventually you might get bored of it because there's a finite number of cards and not everybody likes being as frustrated as i do but uh you know uh, to each his own but i think it, it's a kind of game where you can get a decent amount of mileage in a party environment it's uh it's pretty fun i like it is it wasp it's not it's not it's wasp. wasp god damn it it's not it's wasp it's not, no it's gotta be wasp no and i don't think you're Are you sure it's not wasp no. 
It wasn't wasp the first three times you said wasp, all right? It's not wasp, okay? <laughs> the best part is when you like you, you kind of sit there completely infuriated at the fact that as the person that's laying the clues down, you really don't think that there's anything else that you could possibly do. You're like it's it's, it's like I, how could you not get yeah, this? Yeah, it, it's so obvious and yet so easy. You're all sitting there, and so you know, you know very well that you know you're probably going to be judging your friends, and your friends are probably going to be judging you at the end, thinking either a how does your brain work, or b um, that person is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that frequently happens. I mean, yeah. if anyone can tell me how my brain works, I'd really like to know. Well, you know, we'll do a case study. A case study. So, sounds wow. like a lot of work. Would that be a good concept word? Case study? Oh, man. How would that work? Oof, uh, well, if no. you're Justin, what you do is you go to the store and you buy about 400 more cubes. Hey, sometimes you need to really get to the subtleties of every concept. Like 50 shades of gray needs to have 50 cubes on the gray. <laughs> yeah. I, like that's no, I, did, I did five ones and then a zero. So, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't know if that's in the Worked. spirit of the rules, but like yeah, we played this on Board Game Arena and uh and Justin just went buck wild with the fact that he was able to put down an infinite number of cubes on stuff, thinking that like if I put more cubes on, they'll get it better. We didn't. That's not how it works. It was yeah, that was misguided. Kind kind of worked sometimes. We just weren't on the same wavelength. I think that happens in person. Like I can distinctly remember playing this game kind of as a group of us and and like Tom said, I, I don't I've never actually seen this game scored. Like uh Board Game Arena was the first time I'd ever seen this scored. And I think that that's just very much out of the spirit of the game. I think the game is more kind of amusing and, and fun in the sense that you just it's just a challenge. Um but we literally just kind of sat around a table and Every once in a while, you know, somebody would grab a card and say, all right, I'm going to give this a go. And you're sitting there looking at your friends and you're saying, like, I'm just going to I'm going to look them straight in the eye and I'm going to put one more cube on this this clue because (laughs) they're they're going to get it. Once I exemplify that one piece of information, it doesn't work that way. It rarely works. You just keep putting more cubes down at a certain point, hoping that maybe this will get them out of the rut that they're in with the word rubber. They just can't get rubber out of their head. And you're looking for tire, but rubber, rubber, burning rubber. It was wheels. Yeah, we weren't even looking for tires. I was just trying to get you to wheels. Yeah. It's just wheels. Spinning their wheels. Yeah. Which is what you were doing. Yeah. On rubber. You, you were spinning your wheels on rubber. We would have been closer if we could have just wiped the board out and just started pointing at them. Yes. Sometimes that does happen, though, when every once in a while I'll hear somebody just say something and I'll be like, oh, no, 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 that's got to come off. They're going off the wrong way. Yeah, because like the little guide that you get for what each of the um, squares means, it usually has like two or three things in it. So like there's one there's one picture that's like a skull. You know, this can mean death or evil or bad, right, kind of thing. But those are like three separate things. So like depending on how people start to look at things, you may not want to put cubes down on certain items because you're worried that's going to take them down the completely wrong track. Yeah. It could be a evil historical figure, a dead historical figure, or a historical figure that killed people. I don't know which. Yeah. I'm going to say that I'm super proud of Thomas and myself for The Exorcist. Yeah. That was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Mouth and green. 
<laughs> Mo- movie with mouth and green, yeah. Yeah, movie, mouth, green. <laughs> well, I think you had the uh, you had the religion in there as well, which I think uh, sort of. Uh, yes, I've never I've never seen never seen that, that was, movie. That was my uh, my help. Yeah, I was gonna say because I honestly I remember when Justin put that down and I was like, why are you putting that there? Who actually thinks about this as religion? You just think this is like fucking like sorry psychotic. Well, check. no, because it doesn't Turn the priest come? It's well, like the power. Yeah, of it's Christ an exorcism. Is, I yes. know, but who thinks about yeah. that? I don't think about that. I, mean, I just it's think about kind of never the name, even seen so. the movie. I know, no, I know. I just it was definitely not on my, and that's I that's the epitome of the game right there, right? That is, yeah. Trying to get you guys to guess, Shark was fucking painful, man. Like, oof. oh, oh, shark. Once you put once you put gray, I was like, oh, it's a shark. <laughs> but until then, I was just I have you're no stuck idea. on killer whales, man. Yeah, the killer killer whales all day, killer whales. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I wrote down free Willy. You did, and yeah. You, and you so I said killer whale. Close, yeah. And then we just got hyper focused like, on Moby whales Dick. and whale derivatives. <laughs> I swear, I could swear it was Moby Dick. I thought for sure that was it. I would have, I would have put the book in there somewhere. You know, it would have been a literary reference, not a movie. I, yeah. I, has anybody ever actually read Moby Dick? No. Okay. N- not myself. Okay. No. Just, just, just check in, making sure it's not just me. There's a lot of things that I didn't read. Like I never read the Velveteen Rabbit, or uh, I've never heard of the Velveteen wow. Rabbit. Wow. Never heard of the Velveteen Rabbit. Never um, heard of the Velveteen Rabbit. There's a Ow. bunch of these. I don't know. There's a lot of things that I've never read, and that's because when I was a kid, we had other stuff that we read you're too busy reading stories about swart pete yeah pretty much so i'm talking about my the the status the immigrant status of my family when i was a child i didn't know what like oh peter rabbit i didn't know what that was i didn't know what oh hansel and gretel never heard of that when i was a kid i learned that yeah, and they're that's, german that's, that's a european i know and i've never yeah. heard of it it's hilarious um well it's just weird yeah, there's lots of things like that. Sorry. So I was, that's, I figured Moby Dick was like a, you know, I don't know, maybe people's parents thought it was a good book to read or something. I don't know. I don't actually know what it's about other than <laughs> being a whale. Well, Captain Ahab trying to catch the white whale. Is it a kid's story or is it like? No. Mm, not really. Oh, okay. No. It's a story of vengeance. And it is. And it will lead you down a dark path. Oh. Yep. I mean, this is what happens when we have these conversations is Debbie learns things. <laughs> about the world welcome to our literary podcast uh, <laughs> yeah exactly as we completely diverge um concept is currently probably my one of my favorite party-esque games um i totally agree with what was said earlier about like don't score this there is no reason to score this scoring this is just silly it's it's just silly. Like, what's the reason? Why are we scoring this? There's no point to scoring it. It's um, it's there for people that you know like that competition. It's like the same reason you would um, score charades or Pictionary. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess. Like I don't know. Yeah, which isn't. Those are a couple more games that I'm like, why are why would we score this? What is the point of scoring this? Um, it's it's this game is great. Like you pull it out, you sl- throw it down on the table. Uh, at you know like. After a dinner party or something, we're all just kind of sitting around and then every every now and then if someone, um, you know, gets the gets the urge or what have you just pull out a card and try to start like placing it down and it it, it draws out this engagement and the person who is um, the concept artist concept mm? tour um yeah the concept <laughs> the concept the concept 
D as opposed to the conceptor, I guess. I, you know, the person who is who is trying to get the people to guess uh, isn't allowed to say anything. So you're it's it's funny just sitting here listening and and trying to, like, convince these people to convince other people to guess something specific. It's this one, this one's a blast. This one is, is really, really good for what it does, because it's not. It is. It's such a good game because, again, it's a game that that suits non board gamers. Like it's really e easy to get people invested in this because everybody everybody knows what a bee is and everybody knows what a, a shark is or could generally get there. But how would you describe a shark to somebody without being like, oh, it's this, you know, this what? weapon of mass destruction that lives in the ocean and will, you know, tear your limbs apart, right? Like, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy how, like, when you actually think about trying to describe an object just by giving descriptions of its parts or, or try to give, like, these vague descriptions of its concepts, how difficult it can be and how enjoyable and how much fun it is to actually try to get people to guess. Yeah, it is, you know, it, it's in a lot of ways, it's exactly like charades, Pictionary, Trivial Pursuit. In a way, it's kind of like Mysterium or Dixit. It's one of those sort of non-board game board games where, you know, you just kind of get to have fun playing something out or acting something out. Or in this case, if you hate drawing and you hate acting a fool, uh, this would be <laughs> your... Uh, this would be your plan C. So if Boy, the concept howdy. of those uh, don't uh, excite you, uh, this one might not change your mind. But uh, it's a fun little puzzle. And I, I do like how it does show kind of how people think about a certain thing because you have to describe it with just these abstract concepts. How do you describe a tire? Is it just a round rubber metal thing? Do you describe it as part of a car or, you know, maybe you're thinking of something else. So it's it's just an interesting uh, kind of way to 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 visualize things. I remember, was it who was describing a light socket as a smiley face or something? What? And I, I don't I just remember it was like something Man, that's like impressive. that. Where it, was, <laughs> uh, it was something along those lines where it was a light socket, but... You put like a smiley face because, you know, a North American light socket kind of kind of looks like a surprised face. Oh, like an electrical outlet. Yeah, an electrical oh. outlet. Oh. That makes, that makes more sense. Uh. And, you know, that that's not something I would think of using to describe it, but it works. Sure does. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Huh. Yeah, that's a good one. I think he might be onto something. Well, and it's funny because when you see like you kind of have this idea in your mind that a symbol means something. And when you're when you have a very distinct definition in your mind of what you're trying to do, you can't see it any other way. Um, and that's I don't know things like that are always very interesting to me. Like the the psychology I think behind that is is very interesting. That happened a couple times to us where 
I was trying to use the the just the plus symbol as you know additive. It was like this and this, but I think Tom and Adam <laughs> were focusing in on being a a cross, yeah, or a crossroads, or yep. everything other than being a plus sign. I think I remember hearing Tom say a grid at one point, and I was like, "Yeah, this is yep. not gonna go well." <laughs> it's true. But it's interesting because it's very much like code names, right? You look at uh, a word and the association that you make with it is often very different than what other people do. Same thing with pictures. Um, Like you said, Dixit. Everybody sees something different. Um, And yeah, this is I think this is just like in some ways, I think it's it's a more approachable version. But in some ways, I almost want to say that it's more uh, IQ driven. I don't know. Like it a seems more like high minded. Yeah. Like I feel like it's more, it's a more intelligent version um, of some of those games, which is, I mean, frustrating in and of itself, but mm-hmm. still. Plus fun. I don't draw well. <laughs> oh, Pictionary is not always my forte. No. Oh man. There's lots of, I mean, there's lots of other games where you draw and you don't have to be very good at it. So there, you could try those. Pictomania and a couple other ones, I'm sure. Like Telestrations, if you're really like, I don't know, in for not really giving a shit. That's a good one. And oh, like, yeah. Telestrations is pretty good. Crude humor. I think Telestrations like. <laughs> well, it doesn't telestrations have to be, but it, with our group, it, it just, it just devolves that way. I <laughs> yeah. mean, you know. I, it's like, it's very much, I think Telestrations very much in my mind is synonymous with um, Cards Against Humanity. Ah, uh, I mean, I think I think that's just the goons that you play with. Yeah, AKA that, that definitely comes down to your circle. Yeah. Does it? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it could just be a banana. That's right. <laughs> Bananas are pretty innocent. They are. Until they're not. If you play Telestrations with like actual like serious artist type people, you get some pretty cool drawings out yeah, of it. Yeah, that'd be neat. That actually look like stuff and not like if you play with me who doesn't know how to draw, uh, but can draw, you know, <laughs> like oblong shapes pretty well, then you're going to get some pretty weird looking pictures. All right. But that's just that's just what you get for hanging out with me. That's I'm sorry. It's right. just this is our. This this is our subtle cry out to our listener base to uh, you know get us some art lessons if uh, one of you draw really well <laughs> and think that you could teach us yeah. um, we would appreciate that. I don't think I'm educatable. Yeah, I'm sure, I don't I'm sure know what you, that. I'm sure you are. <laughs> sell yeah. yourself short. It just takes practice. That's huh. what I tell my kids, don't worry, you'll get That's better it. at it. Just gotta try. Just takes practice. Anyway, is that like the the customary I'm your parent, I have to say it? No, I mean practice makes perfect. It's uh, I mean it's pretty. You don't get good at something by not doing it. No, that's true. true. That's true. True. That's why I'm bad at art. Cuz you don't give a shit, huh? Yep. To to bring this all the way back around, like this is this is such a this is a a really good party game. And that is I can't think of a I can't think of a, a category that I would place this in that was not party games and so whenever i think whenever i whenever i have to like give a review on a game especially you know in this case a game that i don't own as of yet um but i'm not saying that i'm gonna get it right away i'm just saying that i i may or may not have a copy of the crew now in the house um (laughs) i mean i definitely do (laughs) (laughs) when i'm when i'm trying to like review a game or i think about it i try to think of games that are like similar to it and and say you know if i was presented with a choice of this game or this game and i had to and i had to like pick one to play what would i do and 
this this game in terms of other party games like when i think of party games i think of stuff like code names wits and wagers cards against humanity one night ultimate werewolf um dixit those are dick oh god please no um dixit and, and like those are the games that come to mind right off the top of my head and so the question is like would i want to play this game more than some of the more than the some of these and absolutely um this game is definitely a game that i i immediately was like i like the i, I like the concept of this game i like the idea i like what the game is I like what the game is trying to do. Um, I have a lot of fun every time I, I play this game. Like it's it's a this is a this is a fun little experience. And with that being said, I mean this is worth. I, I think that this is a game, especially for people who are new to the hobby or just looking for. Oh, you know what? I really wish I had a board game or two to have in my closet in case some people kooka or you know come over and maybe they are board game more board game inclined or you know maybe I want something to do that's not just you know sitting around a table gabbing or whatever. I just want to have something there just in case. Something just to engage us. And I I think that this is an absolutely brilliant, excellent, excellent uh, option for those sorts of people. As far as I know, there's a big fancy mat for it, too. Well, there's also Thomas. like an XL version, from what Tom I understand. Might know about I, that. I have the big fancy mat. My really? w- my wife bought it. I don't think I've ever oh, cool. used it, but I have it. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me about the big fancy mat. Like, really? what's what's the... What's the, the fanciness about it what I makes mean, it fancy big ass neoprene mat and it's like yeah i don't know half the size of a human being like it's just it's just a big mat it just helps i think you spread it out over a gigantic table so that people can see what is going on if there's like 12 of you so you're not like crowding around a particular like small board so the mat does the mat like have all of the like all of the is it is it to replace the game board yeah, kind of yeah, thing is it, that there's the nothing, there's nothing oh, okay, else okay. really to it i don't like there's no you don't get just like a big like paperweight made out of like platinum or something to slam down on stuff you know there's no emerald emerald question mark you know it's just uh oh uh, man i mean that Fuck, that'd be that dope. sounds like a pretty good upgrade though um mm, going to my start my etsy store now Etsy store that's like sells gigantic uh ruby exclamation marks for replacing your concept tokens that'll be a thousand dollars thank you yeah, yeah hell yeah why not don't you like how people adam really thinks- want to just bling out their, their, their why not well yeah I could think of a couple reasons but uh, well i <laughs> can also think of a couple right. people who would possibly buy in like myself Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's just a big ass neoprene mat. So I, I don't know what the actual dimensions are, but it's like, I don't know, probably. Yeah, it's, it's big. big. It is. It's big. Uh, yeah, because I've grabbed it before. I didn't unroll it because it seemed a little unruly. Mm. I was a little scared to unroll it. But yeah, it's it's quite large. Well, after that review, would you put a number to it? Yeah, I would actually. Um this game, this game is really good in the party game category. I can't think of much. I can't think of many games that I would rather play. And thinking about it in terms of I'm trying to like if I were to try to get people from outside of the hobby board game sphere, if I were to try and get some of those people more involved within a board game and in a party setting 
again completely scrap this this concept of of scoring it because i don't know i don't think this game needs scoring uh to be a good game i don't think you need scoring to make this feel like it has merit um i would give this a like a nine out of ten this is a really really good game i like this game this is a game that i have wanted to pick up for a while um again just to have it in case in in my or debbie and my particular instance in case like our in-law my in-laws debbie's parents come over um or we have we have a good you know we have some friends who just aren't really board gamers but are always asking us so what do you guys do exactly with this <laughs> podcast and what what do you mean that there's games out there that aren't the ones you find in a big box store like monopoly and sorry and clue etc etc and i want to be able to pull something like this out and say well there's like this is kind of just even the the very tip of the iceberg kind of thing like this is something that you can this is this is what board games this is the direction that board games are headed or are are already at at least within a party um with within like a party space it's i i think this game is is excellent it it i wish there was more of it and i mean i guess that there that leaves options for for uh expansions or extra cards and extra concepts or even like a different board or a secondary board that you can get some different stuff that you can point to um but this game this game is great absolutely wonderful i can i strongly recommend this one it's a nine out of ten pick this bad boy up um now justin do you own this I don't own this, actually. You should. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah, it's a game that I I really enjoy, though. I I've I don't. Yeah, I've always had a good time playing concept uh, on either side of the board, either being the uh, the guesser or the uh, concept tour. I, I believe is the term we're going for. And I think that's that's usually a good sign in my books. Um, it's a great family friendly party game where you don't have to pay too much attention if you don't want to. You can come and go easily. It can just sit on the table. People can gather around it, you know, lay out a few concepts and, uh, you know, kind of laugh at how fast or how slow people guess it. And then you can have a fun little discussion afterwards about, you know, how you were trying to lead things. And most of the time, once the word is revealed, it's it it always has that, oh, moment <laughs> where you realize just how obvious it was. Um, but you would have never gotten there in a thousand years because you just weren't thinking along those lines. So, yeah, no, it's it's a fun game. And uh, if you ever run out of words, I guess you can just, you know, really use any word. True. <laughs> uh, you can just True. write it down on a note. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's a solid recommendation if you are in, you know, the market for uh, a light party game that's, uh, you know, as family friendly as you can get uh, without trying to get into sort of like uh, the drawing and, and stuff or uh, kind of sort of the weirdness that you might get from Dixit or Mysterium. Uh, it's a little more, a little more direct. And uh, uh, unlike both of those games, it's also more, you know, just kind of accessible from just like a walking by and, you know, doing a quick round and, you know, heading somewhere else kind of thing that you might get in a uh, dinner party situation. So, uh, yeah, no, solid recommendation. And uh, I'll probably pick this up 
if I if I see it uh, one day. I don't always um, pull up party games um, because if I'm at a party, someone else usually has one. So uh, I'm usually not the supplier when it comes to that. But um, it's probably a game I want to add to my collection. How about you, Debbie? So for me, um, my I guess my ultimate uh, party game is still Deception. I'm 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 still pretty stuck on that. Unfortunately, it's going to be hard to pull me away from that. Um, but I mean, this game's a lot of fun. I, I think that you could utilize this game in a lot of um, a lot of different ways. Uh, I think that it has a lot of room for you know um, things like uh, team building. I think you could use this for. I think that it could be used kind of in an educational sense with kids. Um, you don't have to use the cards that are there. That's kind of the the handy part, right? Um, is you can really kind of start start simple i guess like um with with the kids if you um you i don't know have a particular kind of um interest that the kids have or if you want to you know you really want to kind of break other things out and break other things down you can really customize this game in a lot of different ways which i i can appreciate um and that really is advantageous um and does say a lot for the for the game I think that this game um, is also one that can be enjoyed by people that are like my dad is not like you typically you will not get him to play board games. I cannot imagine ever making or asking the man to uh, play charades. I I think he would Oof, look at me Lord. like I was <laughs> born of the devil or man, something. Would that be interesting? Oof. Uh, I don't really think that would go anywhere. So, but this, I can see this kind of hooking him in a sense, because I can see the, um, the intellectual side of it, kind of him finding that interesting um, and, and trying to put the pieces together in a sense. So, I, yeah, I just think that there's a lot of advantages to this game. It's, I, I mean, it's not my, not my top favorite game, but that doesn't mean that it's necessarily um, not worth it. Um, I think that everybody should absolutely give this um, a try. I think that not only do you kind of learn something about yourself, but you learn something about your friends too, which is always kind of fun and interesting. Um, and like I said, there's there really are a lot of kind of open utilizations for this. Um, now that I've brought it up, I think the team building piece is actually, uh, would actually be really interesting. Um, it, it kind of opens a lot up for discussion um and yeah i quite enjoy that so for me i'm on a five point scale i give this a four out of five um if you get the opportunity to play it uh, absolutely do that there's really not any good reason why um i can see anybody not enjoying this um to some level uh you'd have to be a pretty pretty sour frustrated person uh with zero patience um and even then i think you might still find it interesting so there you go uh four out of five for me and thomas are you gonna keep it um so yeah concept is i really like it it's a good game uh my scale is uh like a keep or not keep sort of deal uh i will be keeping this game i really like it i recommend you go check it out um if you if you want to give it a try we tried it on board game arena i think it's one of the free ones debbie correct me if i'm wrong it is yes it is yeah yeah so you can pop over to again not sponsored by boardgamearena.com you can go and like fire up a game and if everyone has an account you can sort of 
try it out, play, play with other people. Unfortunately, that's like the only online way. So they didn't go the code names way where it's just like a complete free for all, which is what I would prefer because then I definitely bust this out with like my team at work because I think it'd be great to just like, you know, we have a sort of a, uh, a social half hour or something like that once in a while where we play games and right now we're playing code names, but this would be a great one too. But I don't want to have to like drag everybody over to like make an account and stuff. Uh, great game to try out. Great game to own if you can find a copy. Uh, I looked quickly on board game geek it looks like there's a uh an expansion called i mean it doesn't sound like it's in it's out in uh out in north america because it's called la recharge which i don't think is english um so mm, doesn't seem yeah, like and it, it and it says that it was released in 2020 or something like that so there's a good chance that it got caught up in the old rona um there's also concept mm. kids animals uh which is uh Oh, a little version for the tykes uh, that you can uh, also try to. Uh, it's apparently the way it works is you give the, the all the kids are trying to get the adults to guess what the thing is. So the little kids get little little squares that they get to put down on the board and um, and trying to get you to guess what it is. Actually, it sounds kind of fun. I might take a look to see if I can find a copy of that because that sounds like a good time. Uh, but yeah, I'll be keeping it. I recommend you go check it out. Uh, there's a couple ways you can do that. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's a good party game. Yeah, only I mean, the only caveat again is it's a party game, right? Like you're not going to get super deep in this, right? And yeah, but it is what it is. And it's great for just having a great time, which is what board gaming is about. So it's good. Uh, so, uh, that, that about wraps it up. Uh, so, cause I think everyone did it unless we have a fifth member. Everyone, it's John Cena. Hey. Uh, no. uh, so, uh, thank you so much for listening and putting up with us. Uh, if you like this kind of thing, we've got tons of episodes. If you really like us, you can share us around and, and all that sort of good stuff. If you want to send us any sort of, uh, correspondence, you can find us, uh, through email collapsing gameshelf at gmail.com. You can use Twitter at CGS podcast and if you want to come and talk to me you can find me on twitter at team rage tom justin do you have anything hey if you want to get a hold of me justin uh you can find me on twitter at don't trust justin i want you to send me your favorite concept but only using emojis how about you adam uh, guys if you want to catch up with me you can find me on uh social media at for the win f-o-r-t-h-e-w-h-y-n you can also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash for the win. Same spelling. Um, right now, we are playing through a game called Salasta, Crown of the Magister. It is a CRPG along the same lines as like Baldur's Gate, Divinity Original Sin, etc., etc. Uh, it is it is uh, it's pretty fun so far. It's I mean, it's definitely not as polished as Baldur's Gate, but it's really damn good. I also have a couple uh sponsored streams coming up for some roguelite content. I uh, can't really talk too much about that as we're still hammering out the details. So swing by the stream and come say hi, Debbie. So you guys can get me at at Mrs. Wynn. That's at M-R-S-W-H-Y-N on Instagram and Twitter. And I have this wonderful idea in my mind of people sending Justin a whole lot of concepts, purple. Yeah, it's just going to be a bunch of just going to be a bunch of aubergines. (laughs) Oh, nice! I feel like that's what Justin's going to get. Oh, that's a concept and a half. (laughs) 
Um, but you guys can get us as a group, as a team at CGS podcast on Twitter. We love hearing from you guys, um, and emails. We do have, uh, some requested games. We are doing what we can to look into them. Um, some of them, uh, are not accessible by us online, um, at this point. So, uh, there's some that I, I you know, you've kind of wet the appetite and I am very curious to see some of them, but we're going to have to wait a little bit until, um, either they do come out on a platform online or, um, we can get the opportunity to find a copy to see if we can play it in person. Um, I believe that Adam and I will try, um, or just actually, you know what? I almost have a great idea. Uh Oh, so there was a request made for a, like, it's a battle Royale style game. It's like one-on-one. I'm, I'm almost curious to see if we can, if we can do the date night versus boys night and see what you guys think of it versus what we think of it. Ooh. Oh, so you want you get, you guys want to play it, and then I'll marry Justin, and then we play it. Well, you guys yeah. are boys yeah. night. I mean, we're we're date night. You guys are boys night. I mean, unless hey, boys can date. Boys can date. It's true. That's it's true. true. But I feel like in your case, it's a boys night, unless I don't know <laughs> you guys very well, which is also very possible. Um, if so, Thomas, we should probably have a chat. But uh. Yeah. I think I think Thomas and his wife need to have a chat well, first. <laughs> I feel like I need to encourage him on that or something. Um yeah, no, I think that that actually would be kind of kind of interesting to see what the two sides how the two sides feel um about that game because it is uh it's called Battlecon. Uh it is originally uh created as a uh you know, one versus one battle royale game. Uh there is an expansion to make it more than that, but I have a feeling that I'm I'm always a little nervous when you find a game that's two player and then they've expanded it to make it more than two. That makes me a little nervous. I'm always a little hesitant on that. So uh, that might be something that we have coming up and try. So uh, if anybody has any suggestions, you know, please let us know. We love hearing about them. We will try to uh, see what we can do to, uh, to get those games in the rotation. And um yeah, see if we all have the same taste in, in games. Kind of scared. Probably not, we but really, we'll see. You know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so thank you. Um, and we love to hear from you guys. So please give us a shout. All right. Well, thank you again so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And we will be back at you next week with something fun. Thanks again. Bye. Bye. Bye.